<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hey guys, this is Jen and Julian and you're listening to X Appeal Season 2, Episode 3. Yeah. Hey, do you have a movie voice? Um, Season 2. No. Not really. Like, if I were to talk to uh, on trailer? Like a movie trailer voice, yeah. I mean, I guess it'd be the cliche. In a world. Yeah, in a world. <laughs> where no one lives. In a world where people... You know, I was thinking of something, so... It's when I'm, um, I've, I told you that I've been becoming more and more of a fan of weed. And, uh, yeah, you're like a little pothead now. Now, yeah. And when I'm high, I, I get these like f- ideas for like videos or, or, or stuff that just comes to my mind. I'm like, oh man, this is hilarious. So then I write them down. And then when I'm not high, I read them and I'm like, <laughs> wait, can it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I need, I need some Julian. Uh, weed thoughts by Julian. Listen, two thoughts that I had yesterday. Okay, okay? let's hear it. So one one things first of all that I realized is when I'm high, music hits different. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Is that the whole point? On music, like it's insane. So then yesterday I was cooking, and I and I have a playlist called Pop Music, which is like all the like cheesy kind of pop songs that. That are kind of like you don't want to like them, but they're good. Are they modern pop songs, or yeah, are they yeah. like pop throughout the decades? It's like a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of everything. Like you know, you have okay. some Shawn Mendes, you have some Camila Cabello. You know, you have a little bit of all that stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah today, I love it. I'm cooking, and uh, One Direction, "What Makes You Beautiful" pop song. Yeah, yeah. And I was vibing so hard to that song. (laughs) I was like, man, this shit is a fucking banger. And one thing that that makes me think is like, I don't care where you're from. I don't care who you are. I don't care what sexuality you have. You have to admit that One Direction, What Makes You Beautiful is a fucking banger. (laughs) That was a weed thought? Yeah, that was a weed thought. I was like, I don't care where you're from. If you hear how, if you hear the melody, you cannot not dance. But you know, that's that's like a. Um, I feel like pop songs. There's like a. There's a the recipe. A recipe for yeah, it. Yeah, there's a recipe. Acon like bangers. One. Like you, if it if it gets stuck, there's a reason that certain songs get stuck in your yeah, ear. Of course. Yeah. So that was the weed thought, and then I had another one. Which is, it's just random, but it just popped in my head. I was like, I feel like every kind of hero movies, any type of movie that ends well, the main character who wins always says something like, you know why? It's because I believe in people. (laughs) Isn't it so true? (laughs) Right at the end, it's like, because I believe in people. You know why? Because I believe in people. People. And I was like, uh, I was laughing alone. I was like, oh man, it's really funny. I I need you to keep writing these down. And I, and I, I feel like every, every episode we should open with weed thoughts by Julian. A thought. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. 
You know, you know what's even more catchier than pop songs are children's songs. Oh my god. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm Look sure. In the sky, it's a school. It can fly. Let's all hurry to the flying fairy school. Grab your wand. Bring your wings. Yeah, it's yeah. not as catchy as One Direction. I'm sorry. He's getting excited. Oh. Uh, I, I, right. Yeah, I'll be singing like um, Elmo songs now, um, fucking flying fairy school songs, Sesame Streets in my head all the time until my ears are bleeding. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it a is. Nightmare. It really does. It oh, is. by the way, we forgot to talk. You baller with your new car. What the? Yeah, baby. I wanted to make up for the the abuse that my my previous car took on the it's road. Insane. Yeah, yeah. I kind of love it. It is a it it is a ballsy car, and people are like kind of shocked that, yeah. that I have an it's RS5. An, it's an RS5. This is insane. Mm-hmm. They're like, so, it's hold too on. manly for you. Process. Did you just call him again, or you just showed up? I I showed well. I I texted him, letting him know that I was coming over. Um, and it was me and Jared, and we just went over to the the Audi in Beverly Hills and shopped around and kind of like you know did some financing, like what whatever was in my in my little price range and. It was like a slight bump from yeah. where I was, yeah, definite bump in insurance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they had one that was that style and a silver that I thought mm. looked no, like in black. my old silver. Black, black, yeah. Yeah. That I thought looked, it, it didn't look as good. It almost looked like uh, Fast and the Furious bullshit. Like yeah. I had something done to it. Um, whereas the dark, the uh, Daytona it's gray, yeah. it kind of all blends. Oh so God. it's like a badass, like, but like, so I feel like I'm driving the Batmobile now. I remember your first car, you had like issues because all these people were giving you insane, crazy prices because of yeah. the credit story. But now you'd had good credit with them. I'm sure he was able to give get you a, a better yeah, deal. Yeah, and so I own it. I own it now. And uh, so you're financing it? Um, yeah. So yeah. And Did you buy it new? So, so I'll t- no, it's not. It's in 2019. But it's perfect. That's the move. And it only has 7,000 miles on it, too. The guy was like, he garaged the car for most of his time that he owned it. Only oh one previous God. owner. So he it's took good like care of you then, huh? What's that? The Fahad took good care of you? He did. He re- Yeah, shout out to Farhad at, at, at Audi, yeah, at, uh, Audi at Beverly Hills. Hills. Yeah. Wow. He was, he, uh, man, Fahad's been always so good to me and everybody that I sent him. What do you have? You have a Q. I have an S Q five me. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, and I had one in. I I had my first car, my first S Q five through him, and then after three years, I didn't want to lease anymore. I wanted to own, so I was like, eh, I think I'm just gonna buy like some random car. Yeah. And he got me in, and he was like, try the try the new one, the 2021, and I was like, (laughs) all right. And then he's like, I'll give you a good deal, bro. Don't worry. And then when I saw the deal, I was like, well, I can't say no to that, so I just grabbed it. But I love Fahad. He's he's awesome. We just did two and a half minutes devoted to Audi. Pay us. Where's our money? Where's our hey, money? I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually going to grab. I'm going to ask for a social to send me that clip so I can send it to him. Yes. He'll be happy about oh, it. he'll be happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because he's it's amazing. So you know, so I'm so glad he got you a good deal because there's like no cars out there for sale. I know there's not. Well, that's why. That's part of the reason. He was like, you, he's like, you, you need to get, if you're going to do a 2019 model, get this one that only has 7,000 miles because when, by the time you sell it again, it, it might be, be even more valuable. Now. Yeah. Because right now it's like impossible to get a car. Like they had no A5s on the lot. Also, Mo, was, uh, Mo messaged you, huh? 
because Mo loves cars. Yeah, he, he did. Like, yeah, he was like, oh, man, that's a baller car. Yeah, it's amazing. Pretty great. Oh, that's awesome. It's pretty great. I love it. Um, well, so we're doing questions of the audience today. Yeah, let's do some cues, right? Yeah. You ready uh, for the first one? Tips for couples who are moving in together for the first time. I mean, it's, I'm such I'm really the wrong person to ask because I've never moved in with anyone. Okay, so I've lived with now three. Um, yes. okay, and so. I can tell you tips for couples who are moving in together for the first time. Like make it as equal as possible. I mean, make sure that both of you can afford the place on your own. That yeah. way you feel like you have more of... Uh, I don't know, like you don't feel like things are are lopsided and that, you know, if you have an argument, you're going to be the one to go like that will influence the way you treat each other, I would say. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I would agree on a theme of of decorating the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, let one person have the majority control over that. Um, and, and it's kind of because it's kind of fun, like Jared and I would look at furniture together. We would. um we would shop for like paintings together and like, but ultimately it was kind of my decision. Yeah. Which makes what it about, easier. What about the financial aspect? Do you feel like both should pay half the rent? Or I think so. I think that both, yeah, split it down the middle. And if, and oh, and so something else that we did, we got a joint um, credit card. Yeah. So, and Spend, devote that credit card to all home expenses and then split that, you know, whenever the bill comes every month. You you okay. both pay each. That way, you feel like it's an equal thing, and you're both doing this together, as opposed to like you're moving into somebody else's space. But so then, how That's do you the- do that? If you, so if for example, you, how, how would you have handled that? If for example, Jared owned the spot that he's at. Well, he does own the spot that we're at. Okay. So um, then, how do you? How do you? Because now. Let's say he owns it. He has a mortgage. Now, are you supposed to pay half the mortgage? But then what about all the... I pay half the mortgage. Yep. He put the down payment on because at that point we knew we were pregnant and I didn't feel comfortable blowing half my savings on a down payment. So Mm -hmm. I said, if you want this place, you know, I had been kind of pushing to get smaller places, frankly, uh, closer to where we worked, which would have been a lot cheaper. We live near the beach, which is like, about 45 minutes each way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I said, but, but our, our decision was a little different. Like, so, so, so put that into perspective. Let's say, let's say, let's say I, I have been living at my place for, you know, four years and I have a mortgage on it and this is a place and it's a two bedroom and whatever. And now it's like, you're ready and you want your girl to move in. Yeah. And I ask you, hey, Jen, I think it's time for you to move in together. Let's move in, move in with me, blah, blah, blah. On paper, it's my house. Yeah. So how would you navigate? Because also, it's like me as a person, if I've already spent the last four years paying for this apartment and this place that I'm at, I don't want you to start chipping in the, 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 the mortgage because it's mine. So well, if you, you can, start paying you for the mortgage, the mortgage, but your name is still on the, the title. I know, but part of me feels like, well, if you're jumping in paying half the mortgage, you're joining in into like a moment that like you're joining on an asset that I've acquired on my own. I don't want you to join in on that asset. That's my asset. Well, then have her pay for um, the groceries or um, or the, the utility bills. I mean, there are ways that you can make it a, a bit more equal. 
Um, but then how do if, you feel? Because now you don't feel like it's your home, which is kind of like... Well, I've had bad experiences. That's just my my advice based on what I've gone through. And not everyone's like, you know, the the, the people I was with. Um, but I... I if you're in that kind of situation, do as much as you can. Like I, you know, pay for the food, cook the, cook the meals. Like, like just do your part to make sure that you feel like things are a little bit more equal. So it's not like you're freeloading off of, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend. But would you feel like, so how would you do it? Well, that's what I would do. I would, I would pay for the utility bills. I would pay for any home renovations, Mm -hmm. um, any upgrades, any new furniture coming in. Um, I would, I would, yeah, pay for the the groceries every every week. I and would, then, and then you you've lived there for five years. You've done all this, so now the place is he's owned it for nine years. You guys separate. Do you feel yeah. like you're supposed to get a cut of this apartment? No, because your name is not in the title, and you knew that going in. If you if you wanted your name to be on the on the like to have ownership over the home, then you need to put your name on the on the title. Yeah. You know, and if you don't do that, then you also know that there's a chance when you split, you're not going to get anything. And that's yeah, kind of how it should be. Sorry, but, you know, like. That's always. Work, uh, yeah, I feel you like. You work to, to pay for to be able to afford that house. It's yours. It's your property. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's 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 always I feel like when moving in with people, a lot of like there's always like some trickiness affiliated with that, especially when it comes to like money. And you'd be surprised. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of women maybe it's just la that feels like a man should pay for the whole rent like she's like i'm no that's la that's la, that's LA right I'm that's not, a thousand that's so that is the most la thing that that i've noticed about this place honestly is that women just yeah it's true they do expect like they expect sugar daddies all the time like yeah. even if they're even if they're the breadwinners of the home like what do you want i don't but know i'm are. sorry delve into the shadows of the mind with sleeping dogs a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Are men, too, that don't want their women to pay the rent because they're like, no, that's a man thing to do. I don't know if it's because there's like some type of provider being like a provider. Yeah, but I feel like deep down there might be some type of like financial. um, It's like it's like. Oh, oh, it's it's uh, finance. What was it called? Financial abuse. I don't know if it's abuse, but it's kind of like now I'm paying for everything because you can't go anywhere without me. You know, well, that's, that's control. That's, yeah, and that's control. its own form of abuse. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I would say so. Um, there's, there's definite like, yeah, there's like emotional, physical, sexual, financial abuse that, that all falls in the, the category of like one person needs to have control for some reason over another human. Yeah. Um, 
And that's not how life works. So yeah, you got to figure that out. Like if it's just your ego talking and you just want, uh, you know, to be able to pay for everything. So you feel like you have some sort of ownership or stake mm -hmm. or control over that person, then uh, that's pretty toxic. Yes. That's real toxic. Yeah. 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 So to protect yourself from that. I mean, yeah. Like I would, if, if you were in a committed relationship, you feel like it's important for you to have an ownership stake over the home or the condo, then yeah, fight to get yourself on the deed. But then honestly, then one, one thing in, if, if that was, if I was in that position and like, I ask you to move in and you're like, okay, I'm down to move in, but I want to be on the thing, like on, on your home, uh, to show that I'm also a part owner and I've already kind yeah. of somewhat paid part of it, like whatever my own, I would probably say no. And I would say, here's what we can do. I'm going to put this place for rent. So it pays itself. And then you and I are going to buy our own stuff that we can do 50, 50 on. That's, that's also a solution. You 100%. Know. That way you, you have property. Um, you have your own and asset and it's yours and you have an asset. Exactly. It's yours. No one can fuck with it. Exactly. And then you create something of your Together. own with that person. Which I actually think that's like, that's awesome. For, I think it is too. For couple to actually, actually like a very good idea. build their own asset together. And I think that's, that's, that's a nice stuff. That's a, that's a good, that's like motivating. Yeah. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like too many lazy right. people in LA. And I would so say good. probably, I don't have the experience, but I would also say if you're moving with your partner, you need to probably to make sure that this place you're moving in is big enough because I keep hearing of people that are living with their significant other that says, man, I don't have an inch for myself. Like I, I, I wish I had an extra bedroom where I can just like go and be on my own for a little sure, bit. Sure, yeah, like a guest bedroom or like a place where like if you're arguing, you can just go to decompress and step away or take it's a nap. It's always or... about the argument for you. I'm talking about what if you're in a great, happy relationship and you just say, hey, I'm gonna go take an hour over there and play PlayStation. Well, take a nap. I said, I said take a nap. Yeah. You know, play video games, which by the way, oh my God. Ugh. Oculus? So... No, I'm just telling you that like I have become obsessed with VR. Oh yeah. Like you remember how I got Jared that mm -hmm. that yeah, uh, virtual reality the Oculus mm -hmm. headset and the I now play it way more than he does. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm really good at murdering people. Like I'm so good. I'm a fucking assassin. I'm so that's, good. That's funny. I'm so good at killing people. Oh yeah. Do you see? Yeah, I'm good at I can, I can stab, or, I can shoot, I can slice. Or, Per our last conversation, if this was taken out of context and put in trial, you'd be in the <laughs> I would be, yeah, I would be on trial right now. Mrs. Lammers, is it true that you said, and I quote, I am so good at murdering people? <laughs> <laughs> you said that, right? You said, you that, said that, right? right? Am I yeah. reading that right? You did, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. So, uh, question number two um, Emily asks, What's the difference between really liking someone and when what you feel is becoming love? How do you know when it's more? Oh, Emily, asking the age-old question. So I love? actually, uh, man, <laughs> I can't, I can't. man, I've been, I'm sharing a lot these days in these podcasts. Yeah, I like it. Um. I don't know when or how, but I, I remember specifically the time when I realized I was in love with my girlfriend. And yes, like such as, tell me. It was 
probably the most inappropriate time. Was you taking a poop? Realize it. No, there was this thing where she uh, went through surgery, mm-hmm. elective, nothing too serious, but, and I had to go. Oh yeah, I was going to New York because it has planned that I was going to New York to meet my dad and I was going with my, one of my best buddies, Kyle. We're going to go watch the UFC and my dad was going to meet us. Yeah. And uh, I remember she was, uh, you know, I was over here. I was with her through the process then picked her up with her mom and then we just left her on the couch. And the poor girl was like, you know, full of whatever uh, medicine you have that just can't makes you all like, you know, pain gloomy. pills, makes you all gloomy and foggy with the bandits and she just kind of like in and out of sleep and I had to leave. Like I stayed as long as I could. I really had to go. And I remember, I don't know the feeling I had, I looked at her. I was like, Oh yeah, I love this girl. <gasps> and then I, uh, that's really sweet. I think the, the fact that I left when I the, leaving at that moment just made me realize it. Oh, when did you realize that you loved the? Uh, well, I can tell you when Jared realized that he loved me. Okay. I, I'm also interested what? in when you realized that. Yeah. Mine's a little bit more poignant than his is. Okay. For him, it happened very early on in our relationship when he had a sleepover at my place and I farted myself awake. Wow. Yeah. That's disgusting. That was that was the moment. <laughs> it is disgusting. You farted. But it wasn't the fart. It wasn't the fart that, that did it. It was my reaction to the fart. So that- you farted, woke you up. And started, woke myself hell? woke myself up and I was like, did I just, did I just, and he was You're- like, I'm like, did you hear that? And he was like, no. And I said, I know. I was like, no, no. I just like <laughs> screamed into the pillowcase. I wanted to, I wanted to hide from my own body. Like I wanted to retreat into my own, like I wanted to crawl up my own butthole and just retreat into my own body and just not exist anymore. Um, and that was the moment that he said that he said he realized that he loved me. For me, it was it was much different. Um, I realized that I loved him after I met his family. Okay. And his mom was showing me like old embarrassing photos of him, just the same way my mom has old embarrassing photos mm-hmm. of me. And I was like, I love this man because he 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 was raised exactly the same way that I was raised. Okay. Um, but like there's but, always a uh, you know, I feel like it's always kind of like a weird thing when somebody loves their partner, but their partner's not there yet. Yeah. That's, I mean, right? I feel like that's usually how it is. Yeah. But like, what, what are you supposed to say? Because I feel like if you as a partner feel the need to say, mm-hmm. I love you. Right. Because it makes you feel good, but your yeah. partner isn't there yet. It puts your partner in a, in, in a position where you're like, he's like, uh, he or she is like, uh, and then usually the person who said, I love you always says, you don't have stayed back. You don't have stayed back. Yeah. They always say that. That's yeah. And it's like, yeah, but I feel like I kind of do I now. Like you have to, have you, you know? have you ever done that? Have you ever done the, the pity love? Uh, no, but I remember my first, first, first girlfriend ever. I told her before her and she, she, uh, she didn't say it back. And I told her and I was like, I was like shaking because I was so scared. And, uh, you know, 17. Yeah. And she, uh, we were walking outside and I told her. And then I think, no joke, like three months later, 
we were at this house party. She, we're, we had a, a room upstairs. We we're sleeping, and I remember that's when she said it too. Yeah, and uh, it was great. It was great. I wasn't hurt by the fact she didn't actually at the moment where I said it. I felt relieved that it was out. And then when she did say it, because she was ready to say it, it felt great. Yeah. So you didn't. You weren't like offended, or you didn't feel like no. you know, like you like no, you were yeah. putting yourself out there, and and she wasn't. Um, when it comes to saying the the I love you, that's always a, a risk, though. You have to be. You have to like go into that knowing that the person might not say it back or might not be ready yet. Yeah. Uh, like Jared knew he he knew that he loved me like a, a while before I realized that I loved him. Um. Cause it, it's, it was just going to take me a little bit more time, but he just would look at me and I'd be like, what do you, what, <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going through your mind? Like, what are you thinking about? What? And he was like, you'll know someday. And oh. that was what it was. Um, he didn't want to say it yet because in the movies, this is exactly like in the movies. Yeah. It's, it was real sweet, real sweet. So um, we, we like, haven't really, uh, we really haven't answered the question because we really the question haven't. Is, That's, I was just about the to. difference between really liking yeah. someone and when you feel you become it's becoming love. How do you know when it's more? I think when you know what it's more, you just know. Yeah. I feel you like that, you kind of know, right? If you have you to do. like, oh, I'm not sure if I do, then it means you're not. It's well, for me, like the standard that I've always had is if I'm with this person or if I'm not with this person, would I still want them to be happy? Yeah. Like okay. I, you want their happiness above anything else, regardless if you guys are together, you know, I know, but I feel like you could still love someone. And if they break up with you, you'd be like, fuck this. I hope you're miserable because yeah, you just sure, of course, them. and that comes out of you loving them. Well, that's some, that's some pettiness, but that it depends yeah. on the ending. You know, it depends on what was done to you or what, what you did to the person. I don't so think you that's, would say the diff, that's the difference for you. The difference between really yeah. liking someone and loving them is like, if you, whether you are in their lives or not, if you want them to be happy, that means you love them. Yes. That's a difference. Okay. That's just the common thread that I've noticed for, <laughs> for all of my loving relationships. For uh, those of you who are not watching, who are listening, uh, Jenna now has a baby on her lap. Yep. Yep. Um, he needs to get used to the, to the light. Hi, honey bun. You need to meet him. When are you going to meet? When are you going to meet? When do you want to meet your unky? Jewel? Yeah, actually I need to, uh, you know, when, one day I'll grab my bike and I'll, uh, head to, uh, to Playa Vista. Yeah. 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 We can meet up. We can have some lunch. Yeah. Bring, yeah. bring little baby E. Yeah, hell yeah. Be down for that. What do you think? Would you like that? Okay. Um, so I guess that's, that's, that, that answers that. What's the difference yeah. between liking someone and I guess if you, if you feel like you want them to truly be it's happy f- when you really love them? Yeah, or it's just, it's just a feeling that you might have, you know? For you, yeah. you said you really can't put that into words, but... Um, yeah, I'm trying to yeah. see the difference between really liking someone. I think like, I think to me is when I, I just start to... Like when I start to like assume stuff, like if it's already assumed that you can count on me for this, like if you don't have to, it's like you say, Hey, uh, I have this and this going on. If I'm already assuming that I will be part of this and that I will help you regardless, then to me, that's kind of like, Oh no, that's because like, I love this person. Right. Yeah. It's like, then I would automatically put myself out of there. And then if this person asks me, then I'd be like, yeah, sure I can. Like, yeah, like automatically assume they'd be like, yeah, I don't know if that makes I sense. I feel like, you know, loving someone is encouraging them to be yourself 
their, themselves, regardless of how that like kind of impacts you, like just encouraging, respecting them and encouraging them to be their, their full selves. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're going to end here because we have a baby to take care of. He smells like absolute Trash. shit and uh, he smells like dog shit. Great. Hey, go, go clean your baby. All right. Your baby. Until next time. All right. See you next time. Bye. Ahura Media Production.